all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm Rachel. And I'm David. And this is All Bad Things. Happy 2019, everybody. I am doing, uh, what are those things? that? The sh- yeah. The but noise just, maker? Yeah, I just can't make that sound. <laughs> but happy 2019, everybody. Happy 2019, everybody. If it were the year 2019, we probably wouldn't be recording this. Probably not. <laughs> well, we'd be chiseling it on to it. Right? Yeah. And, the first and, podcast. And by now, it'd be worth millions of dollars. That's true. And in a museum somewhere. Yes. Um, we haven't recorded in a while. It's been over three weeks. It has been. We were three weeks ahead of the game, and now we're right back to where <laughs> we always are. Like two days before. <laughs> yeah, which um, that's okay. And and uh, we have some stories attendant to that, but we've decided we're going to tell them at the end, so that anyone who doesn't like our banter can just listen to the disaster, and then. Anyone who wants to hang in can. Yeah, if anybody wants to listen to the disaster, that would be the banter after the topic. Right, the, the true disaster. So stay tuned, dear listeners. <laughs> um, uh, before we go any farther, shout out to our listener, Tyler. I said I would shout him out, so I'm shouting him out. He just bought a new house and is painting this week and said he wanted a shout out. So, shout out. Hi, Tyler. And we know what it's like to paint a house. Yeah, well, I think he might have meant the exterior. Oh, did he? Oh, okay. That that was the impression I got, but I guess I'm not positive. I know how to do that as well. I've done it several times. Yeah, I never have painted an exterior. A, that sounds a annoying. Pain in the ass. Yeah, because you'd have to clean it so much. Not right? necessarily. Or, you need um, the couple times I've done it when I worked for my uncle. Right. Um, you're using these big fat paint brushes. Oh. And. You're just, it's its a pain in the ass. You're having to go up and down the ladder a lot, and yeah. So welcome to this old house podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm Bob DIY. Vila. I'm Dave Vila. Dave Vila. Bob's, uh, Bob's grandson. <laughs> I remember that, uh, that show on PBS. They used to show it on PBS, I think. It was a great show. My mom also used to watch Easy Does It. And the Lynette Jennings one. show. <laughs> I don't know either of those. They were on like TLC way back in the day. The only PBS shows I've really watched with any sincerity were This Old House and uh, Antiques Roadshow. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why I love Antiques Roadshow. Because it's but almost game showy. It you is know, a little bit. A game show, it's just reality like, show. What's the price of it yeah, going to be? No one knows. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the. Um, Oh, it could be worth millions, or it could be worth like literally nothing. And yeah. you see their poor faces. Yeah, fall. And yeah. They're like, mur, mur. <laughs> like prices, right? Yeah, exactly. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yes, we'll banter at the end. We're actually gonna have to fill this one out a little bit. This is a little bit of a short one, I guess. Um. Well, I feel, I feel like I, I, uh, anyway. Um, this you feel like it will give it away. <laughs> well, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so this is our first of this kind of disaster. 
Oh, that's right. You were telling yeah. me about that before. Do you have before. any guesses? It's a natural disaster. Okay. I'll narrow it down. What natural disaster? We've done a volcano. Yes. We've done an earthquake. Yes. We've done a couple of earthquakes. Mm-hmm. We've done... Hurricanes, hurricanes. obviously. Um, okay. Um, flood? Have we done a flood? Um, hmm. Just strictly a flood. We've done a landslide. Um, just just rain-based flood, I guess not. It's usually, like, involved in a, in a storm, but that's not it. <laughs> okay. Well, what, what do we have on deck tonight? A tornado. Have we never We've done a never tornado? We've never a tornado, no. And, um... Really? I think Emily and Abby, two of our, our dear listeners, um, pointed that out. Well, if no, I'm not mistaken. No wonder we're not popular in the Midwest. <laughs> right? <laughs> um... So, I, I don't know if we are or if we aren't. But. <laughs> oh, quick uh, quick shout out to Emily. I finally printed out your poem and your poem? inscribed your Christmas it. Christmas poem. Christmas poem. And if anyone, I guess I should leave it open to anyone else. If anyone wants a signed Christmas poem, you're welcome to uh, message us your address. We'll send you a poem if signed an, by us. If anybody <laughs> wants a signed copy of my research of Disco Demolition Night... <laughs> It's yours we have as that well. Too. Yeah, yeah we have some it's research. In the, yeah. It's in this house somewhere. We could we could sell or not sell. We're not uh, asking for money for any of this, but um, we but if you scripts. want to give us money for no, it, no, some tax implications. Um, if you want to see what happens, see what happens when you live with an agent of the state. You can't take advantage of things. I am not actually an agent of the state. I do not work for the state, no, but no. they they do. Um, hold my accreditation in their hands, basically. The federal government does, so. Those bastards. Well, they're they're <laughs> suffering right now. Yes, they are. <laughs> the IRS, I, I read, is down to 12% of their normal staff uh, going into tax season. It is yeah. going to be miserable, and no one's going to get their questions answered. It's going to be awful. Well, uh, I mean, my cousin Chad is currently not working yeah, because he's a, contractor. He, he's a contractor for the EPA. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they're not working right now, apparently. Yeah, that really sucks. Which is kind of scary. The env- that, yeah, the, right? The Environmental Protection yeah. Agency we should... We can just... Yeah, They're I'm, non-essential. <laughs> I'm, I was going to say, I'm sure essential personnel, I would hope, is oh, still yes. working. Oh, yes. Yeah, the, yeah. The, they, there are certain certain things with that. But, um, yeah, and all for the fucking wall. Fuck that motherfucker, <laughs> and I call him a motherfucker, too, and no one should apologize for calling him a motherfucker. Not at all. Shall we move on to our tornado? We shall. Yes. So this is... The we're, s- we're not going to be popular popular in the Midwest with that statement. <laughs> but now... There are, there, are some, there are some nice liberal people in yes, the there Midwest. Yes, Everywhere. Yes. Yes, that's true. Um, and even some tolerant conservative people. Yes. So. Right. <laughs> Your parents being two of them. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. I'm proud of them. So this is the story. I'm not sure I said this out loud, so I have to make sure I'm getting my pronunciation right. Of the Dalatpur Satoria tornado. Okay. Okay. So on April 26th, 1989, so we're almost exactly oh, 30 yeah. years oh from this. How was 1989 30 I years know. ago? The Dalatpur Satoria tornado killed an estimated 1,300 people. Holy shit. Making it 
the deadliest tornado in recorded history. So that's why I chose this tornado. Where did this happen? Well, we will get into that. Yes. Um, so I, that's why I picked this this one and why the research is a little short because uh, uh, giveaway, we're talking about Bangladesh. <laughs> and oh, shit. so okay. there's not a ton of information on this. But this is literally the the deadliest known tornado in world history. On record. Ever. We'll yes, put it that on way. record, yeah. yes. Known. Yes. Um so I thought it was oh, important shit. to get to the worst first. Because there's a lot more information about other tornadoes, out tornado outbreaks, stuff like that, which we will get to. Um, but yeah. So um we're gonna start with our geography corner. So, <laughs> yeah, if you could hear <laughs> yes, that, that Jesse. was Jesse. He agreed. Um, so we have discussed Bangladesh before. Do you remember when we talked about the Rana Plaza yes, collapse? Yes, I was just, mm-hmm. I knew we had mentioned, not mentioned, covered Bangladesh before, right. but I couldn't remember what. But Rana right. Plaza was very early on. Yeah, it was. It was like our eighth episode or something? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and we kind of... That, that was when the generators, they put them on top of yes, the... You know, like a bunch yes, of fucking idiots. Exactly. Um, and we kind of covered this region recently with Cyclone Nargis. Oh, yeah. In that, in that area. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, if we remember from that, um, the Bay of Bengal mm-hmm. is that... That little part of the Indian Ocean that goes up in between, like, the peninsula of um, India, and then there's Bangladesh to the north, and then over on the east is Myanmar, Thailand, and all that. Mm-hmm. So, Bangladesh is kind of in the middle, due north of the Bay of Bengal. And on the west part of that bay is the east coast of Af- Africa, correct? India. In- or India, yes. yes that's uh-huh. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, and we probably talked about this, I'm pretty sure we did, in the Rana Plaza episode. Bangladesh has some issues as far as, like, human rights go. Just a little bit. Um, um, when a lot of your clothes are made the, in... In any country, it's generally, uh, yeah. So the next time you see uh, your clothes being made in Bangladesh, which quite a few of them are... Yeah, they are. Just know that... And Myanmar, yeah. Yeah, just know that whatever you purchase for, uh, that person makes... 10 cents a day with no right. bathroom breaks. Right. Yeah, basically. Um, now. But they it, are comfortable. <laughs> in all fairness. Thank you. <laughs> for the laugh. Um, in all fairness. No, I meant for the person making my. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> my very comfortable clothes at 10 cents a day with no bathroom breaks. I'm sure they're listening. They might be. This <laughs> might be like they're only out of the day. Like 50 people get to share a phone for. <laughs> That's so awful. It's probably even worse than that. Oh, I know. I'm sure. Anyway, (laughs) Bangladesh has seen a lot of economic progress since about 1990, but we're talking about 1989, Mm -hmm. so this is even before that. I mean, it's still not great, Mm -hmm. but... um, And this this took place just before the country started to transition to democratic parliamentary rule. So it was... These were in the bad days, like... Bangladesh still isn't, like, the best place in the world to live, but this was even back when it was worse, I guess. And maybe a tragedy like this kind of helps spur that on a little bit, maybe? Who knows? Um, it doesn't appear so. No? Okay. Sometimes it does. Yeah, it can. Um, This tornado happened in the Manikganj 
district, I'm going to guess that's how it's pronounced, of Bangladesh. Now, that's part of the Dhaka division in central Bangladesh. Now, does Dhaka sound familiar? It most certainly does. That's also on the table right now. What? Dhaka. D-A-C-A? No, no, no. no. D-H-A-K-A? Oh. I I should have thought that you would think go political. I mean, (laughs) the Dhaka district of of Bangladesh is where Rana Plaza happens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, it is is familiar. It rang a bell with me, but yeah, I could understand. It rang a bell with me, too, just a different way. Yeah. Um, and this this tornado actually was very close to where the Rana Plaza collapse happened. The two areas of the Managanj district and Savar Upazila, which is where that is where it Rana happened. Plaza was, they're only about thirty five kilometers or twenty two miles apart. And Rana Plaza was about ten years after this. Um, it was in the nineties, right? I like think it was 90s? the late nine. I think I it was ninety eight. So I think you're right, but I'm not positive on that. I, I didn't look that up again. Um, so Dhaka experiences a monsoon season, which obviously a lot of places in the world do. Um, but do you know what a monsoon is? So I had to look this up to re- like, what do you think of when you hear the word monsoon? I think of a partial flood. Yeah, like just torrential rains, yeah. right? Well, a monsoon technically. <laughs> I, I picture what we drove through to get to. Um, Virginia. Oh, yeah, the flood. That was. (laughs) Where where were we going? Roanoke. Roanoke, that's where. (laughs) For the wedding, yeah. (laughs) Um, But monsoon is just a seasonal shift in the way the winds blow, and that can bring in dry air or wet air, basically. And that's interesting. In the summer, so there's a dry monsoon, and then there's a wet monsoon. Like it brings in the different seasons, monsoon season or you know, dry season. Um, so, and in the summer, it brings rain, sometimes horribly torrential rain. And that's what we think of when we think of the word monsoon a lot, um, even though it can be dry too. Um, now to give some context, about 80% of the annual rainfall in the Dhaka division of Bangladesh happens between May and September. Okay. So more than half of the rain happens within less than six months. And so, what month was it? Was it April that this th- tornado this, happened? This was in April. Okay. Yeah, it was technically so just, before, just that. before the monsoon season, yeah. Um, so basically, the summers are super rainy and stormy, and the winters are dry. So they were kind of in the that dry season, and we'll get to that a little bit too. Um, flooding in the Dhaka Division is super common. And so are tornadoes, which we'll get to. Oh, shit. Um, I kind of, for whatever reason, I thought tornadoes were just an American... We're going to get to that, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because... Because because there has to be certain conditions for a tornado to happen... Well, let's Regardless, talk about no all shit. Of that. Okay. So we've never covered a tornado, so we're going to do a gigantic science corner. Oh, all right. fun! Yep. In fact, that's going to be most of this episode. <laughs> Just fair warning. It, is it going to be? Of- is it going to be as exciting as the Bill Paxton Helen Hunt <laughs> movie Twister? Twister. Nineteen ninety six, right? Yes. Yeah, I mentioned that in here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are, are, are we going to uh, belt ourselves to a pipeline and not get sucked up by the eye of a right. tornado? That's right. That and the cow going by were like the two iconic scenes. Yes. Kinda. Yeah. Um, so 
most of us who maybe don't live in an area that's prone to tornadoes, or even if we did, thank Christ, because if I did, I would I would just not live there anymore. I know it's it's scary, but but we probably just have like a Wizard of Oz twister sense of what tornadoes actually are. Well, I have personally been through right a tornado, mm-hmm. and it's not anything I ever want to experience no, ever again. And we're gonna yeah. That's that's the thing. Um, I, I could not imagine it being, like, something I have to worry about every year. Right. Fuck right. that. Yeah. So, um, my main experiences with tornadoes, we lived in southern Indiana for a while, and we definitely had one, this was when I was a kid, I was, like, nine or ten, we did have one, like, the sirens went off. Mm-hmm. Um, and our safe place or whatever, like, the place we were supposed to go to was the middle school, which was, like, Less than a block away. We lived, like, almost across the street from the middle school. So me and my mom and my sister, because my dad was at work, like, headed to the middle school for shelter. Nothing happened. Everything was fine. But um, that that's basically my recollection. And then, obviously, we had that tornado outbreak here in Raleigh in 2011? It was 2011. Okay. Yeah. Um, so about seven was, years so ago. So that was eight years ago now. Well, it was Almost. later in the year, right? What, it was in was May. It? Was it in May? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that did, so just south of downtown Raleigh, like you could see where exactly where the tornado went. It um, it demolished uh, Earps, <laughs> Earps Seafood. Oh, well, that hole. And I, I was working in downtown, mm-hmm. and I lived about a mile away. Mm-hmm. And the... <clears throat> The path, I'm not even bullshitting, went right in between. Yeah. And, but all the power and all the force and all that stuff, all the sound, the noise, the rain. Yeah. I mean, I could feel that where I was in downtown. And it literally, it felt like there was a fucking war going on outside. That's what it sounded like. Like shells and blasts It was just, yeah. yeah, and just... The way the rain was coming down was mm-hmm. almost completely sideways, which yeah. was really weird, really cool. Yeah, right. It, it was. <laughs> cool if it wasn't terrifying. But uh, it was it was scary. Like, you know, because you, you just know from watching enough History Channel and Discovery Channel, like, what tornadoes can do, and you're like, right. fuck, I, right. like, I'm in the middle of one right now. Yeah. I, I just hope this turns out okay. That's, that's really all you can do. Right. Well, I mean, you can take shelter. Obviously, like um, like you see in The Wizard of Oz, you know, there are cellars and stuff in places that are prone to... Sadly, there was not one in downtown Raleigh. No. <laughs> that, that, so it does not happen often. Our, we knew that there might be that day. Yeah. Because we had a meeting about it before work. Mm-hmm. And our plan was to, if something happened, we'd all go into the, the walk-in. Oh, uh, the freezer? Yes. Yeah. Um, but when it when the power went off, for some reason our emergency power did not go on. Oh. So the back kitchen uh-huh. was pitch fucking oh, so no black. One could really see you couldn't it, yeah. see anything. And probably it was before like every cell phone had a flashlight. Uh yeah, probably this is when smartphones are still some people have Newish, and some yeah. people uh-huh. don't, you uh-huh. know. But uh so we all huddled in the um uh do you remember at Tiernano we had the place called the cottage that back corner was like the private dining kind room kind of that's where we all it was just windowless right yes was the idea yeah mm-hmm. they, they i've heard that too like um 
a, a bathroom if you have a bathroom in the middle of the house to go mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. We've talked about like going into our crawl space because yeah. we have a crawl space so that, that we could almost stand up in. So, yeah. The idea is obviously just low. Mm-hmm. Get get low and away from windows and doors and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but there were a series of tornadoes that day yeah, that it was an killed outbreak. a lot of people and fucked up a lot of businesses. I think like a couple dozen it people got people killed. Here? Oh yeah. Really? I thought not I thought here no, just... no no not here in Raleigh on the oh. outskirts. Oh okay. It was that whole Okay. Um like in Anger, like a couple kind people of got the south, yeah. Killed. Like wow. yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I there, just, there were deaths, and there yeah. was a ton of destruction. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I remember um, trying. I was teaching yoga at the time, and I tried to go to downtown Raleigh the next day to teach, and it was nope, literally closed. shut down. Yeah, they they cl- shut down the city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because it was, it was it looked like a fucking war zone. Yeah, like it really did. And there was no power anywhere. Nope. Like it was just all out. Well, yeah, I was out was for three days. Wow. Yeah. Which wasn't so bad, but whatever. Um, not compared to 1,300 people dying. No. So should we get back to it? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, tornadoes... Whatever, Bangladesh. <laughs> tornadoes come from thunderstorms. Um, and as silly as it sounds, I'm going to go into the science of thunderstorms. Uh, because um, It's a key player. Well, and also, I didn't know how thunderstorms formed until I looked into this because I homeschooled myself. So, um... So you skipped that chapter. Yeah. (laughs) Skip that book. Do you know how thunderstorms form? I don't. I I know it has a lot to do with pressure. Well, so it's actually pretty pretty basic and makes sense. Um, And this is, trust me, this is like the kindergartner's explanation here. Excellent. So we know that... Heat rises, right? Yes, it does. So warm air rises, and cold air does the opposite. It sinks. It's denser, right? So what happens is when warm air rises from the earth, it takes some of the heat from the earth with it, transferring it into the atmosphere, and that's convection. Okay, yeah. Um, then... Like a, like a convection oven. Yes, yes, exactly. hmm um, now, when it interacts with the colder air that's kind of moving down, or even is just up in the atmosphere, what happens when warm and cold come together? Rain. Condensation, yeah. more, more generally, yeah. So condensation, and that forms clouds. Now, when there's enough condensation and the cold air is sinking... That's what causes rain. There's too much condensation to just be suspended in the air, and the downdraft of the cold air brings the rain down, brings the condensation down, and that's rain. So Interesting. Yeah, I had no idea. Now, that's just rain, but the whole thunderstorm part um, happens uh, when the condensation occurs and starts to form cumulus clouds, the big puffy oh, yeah, clouds. Yes. So not the cute wispy clouds oh, or know. the nice pretty clouds. And they also get up to super thermonucleus clouds. Well, we'll, we'll get a little bit into that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, name, think that's, but, I think that's a cloud. Um, it's my favorite cloud. Okay. <laughs> that's my personal favorite cloud. Yes. <laughs> Top ten. It's number one. Um... <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> anyway, um, now 
so the cold air is is sinking, the warm air is rising, and that can kind of turn into a cycle of of you know downdraft and updraft, and that can make a cumulus cloud become cumulonimbus. That's my second favorite. Or <laughs> number three, which turns it into a thunderstorm cell. So, um, in a thunderstorm, there's obviously uh, thunder and lightning. Very, very frightening me. Galileo. <laughs> actually. I wrote did you that actually in. write that down? Yes, you did. I scripted that. If anybody wants a copy of that, <laughs> you know how to get in touch with us. So DM us. Right, exactly. Or email us. Oh yeah, at all bad things pod. Everything. And all the social means. Yes. And at Gmail, etc. So when warm air drafts and cold air drafts pass each other it it builds up static electricity it's like shuffling on a carpet in the winter you know um and it's just a lot more terrifying than that so when the static releases that's lightning it's a discharge of static electricity from cold and warm air frictioning (laughs) i probably got was taught that in third and fourth grade and just don't remember but right um, and but that's, that's interesting to re- relearn. Yeah. And the sound of that static electricity is thunder. Is the thunder. Okay. Yeah. And the reason that you usually see lightning before you hear thunder, and the reason they say if you hear them really close together, then you're really close to the lightning, is because light travels faster than sound. Way faster. So yeah. if you see lightning way off in the distance, it'll be a while... Uh, I mean, not a long while, but it'll be a few seconds before you hear the thunder. But if it's damn close, you're going to hear it a lot sooner. That's the idea. I'm sure every, uh, certainly every uh, North American has a story of being woken up in the middle of the night by banging thunder. Yeah. I mean, we all have. Yeah. Yeah, it can get really scary. (laughs) Yeah. The thunder is the scariest. When it's right over your fucking head. Yeah, the thunder is the scariest part, even though... It's just the sound and can't really do anything. No, it doesn't do anything. It's the lightning. Yeah. Just, but when you're hearing thunder, there's lightning. So mm. um, so now that we have... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, the scariest thunderstorms are called supercells. The main thing that makes a supercell a supercell is that constant circular movement of the updrafting air... And because of that circular motion of the air, they often spawn tornadoes, and usually the worst tornadoes. So, so now that we have our little Sesame Street explanation of thunderstorms, let's talk about tornadoes. Hey, I mean, when it comes to science, you might as well keep it basic. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> we are not scientists. I it's, think I've mentioned it's that. It's not a screening of Interstellar, where you right. need 17 PhDs <laughs> exactly. and 14 different subjects to understand what the fuck is going on. Yep. So the most simplistic explanation of a tornado is that it's a giant column of air that spins around really fast, which is why they're commonly originate. They commonly originate from supercells because of that circulation of air, um, and it is in contact at the top with a cumulonimbus cloud from a thunderstorm cell, and at the bottom it contacts the ground. Um, so it's like one long static charge almost. It's not static. It's not. It's okay. The, it's the circular movement of air. Okay. That But something is tethering it to the ground and to the atmosphere. It, it's it's the it's air. It's just movement. the okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, it's really fucking fascinating. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's awful, but yeah, but, very but, fascinating. Yeah, but like I said, like... I didn't see the one I had an encounter with, but mm-hmm. I don't want to ever see one, period. Now, it's, Im- it's Unless important. Unless I'm 50 miles away. Right. It's important, like, just for the definition of a thunderstorm, that the top be in that, or sorry, in the definition of a, a tornado, that the top be in that supercell, or in the, in the thunderstorm, and that the bottom touch the ground Although some tornadoes are still considered tornadoes if they're just slightly removed from the ground. So, but that, that's part of the definition is that, is that it's, it's reaching down from the thunderstorm down to the earth, basically. Um, and we've seen this. It's fucking scary. Yeah, and we've seen them depicted plenty. Um, I, I put in here, looking at you, Twister. <laughs> <laughs> um, in movies and in those, um, if you've ever seen those home video storm chaser videos. Oh, like yeah. People who do that for a living. Yeah. That's what Twister was about. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, because tornadoes are all about wind, they a tornado can still be a tornado even if it's not visible. Okay. It doesn't have to be visible. Okay. Right. It is possible for rapidly rotating air to be present and not visible in and of itself. We've probably all seen like very, very many, 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 many versions of this. That's like, true. Like, have you seen yes. leaves just blowing in a little circle? Yep. Yeah, and it, they just seem caught up in their own it's little the same, vortex. It's the same phenomena, just with much less power. It, much less, and it's not a tornado because it's not going up to a, a cell. It's just the movement of air. Right. Um, however, it is more common for a tornado, so technically they don't have to be visible, but they usually are, because a tornado more commonly causes condensation, which resulted it results in the cloud appearance, because there's condensation inside the tornado. Um, and it's they, also... They also produce a lot of hail. Like, there are Yes, yes, hail, hail is very common in mm-hmm. thunderstorms. Um, and it's also possible for the wind to kick up dirt and dust, like a dust devil, if you've sure. ever heard of that, mm-hmm. and, and be visible that way. So regardless, it's possible for a thunderstorm to just spawn one tornado or multiple tornadoes, which is called a family or, or an outbreak, a tornado outbreak. Um, they're usually pretty narrow and look sort of like the stereotypical funnel cloud we've we've seen or we, we picture when we think of a tornado, but they can also be enormous. Um, and this, those are called wedge tornadoes when mm. they're just huge. Um, Is it F1 through 5? Is oh, that we're the... going to get to that in oh, just okay. a second. Okay. That's, that's in my next paragraph. Um, now... And, and tornadoes can vary so much. They can be tiny. They can be huge. They can last barely any time at all, or they can go on for miles. It really just depends on the conditions. And much like tropical cyclones or hurricanes, the direction tornadoes spin depends on the hemisphere. In the northern hemisphere, oh, okay. they go counterclockwise, and in the southern hemisphere, they go clockwise. That's so fucking weird. It's but the Coriolis it, effect, it, yeah. which... I have not gone into, and right. I'm not going to because I don't understand it yet. <laughs> so anyway, I know it has something to do with like magnetism as well between the poles with fucking whatever. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> sure it does. Sure. So tornadoes. <laughs> if you would like a signed copy on my research of the, on the, of, the, of, the, effect. of the magnetism of the, the two poles, you won't ever get it because it doesn't <laughs> exist. So tor- not yet, anyway. <laughs> 
Tornadoes do have an intensity scale, just like earthquakes, just like hurricanes. In the U.S. and Canada, the enhanced Fujita scale is used, rating tornadoes from EF0 to EF5. So you were close. F is in there. It's just EF. EF0 being the least intense, 5 being the most intense. And to give an idea of the scariness of this scale, an EF0, which is considered to give light damage like not be all that bad has wind speeds of 65 to 85 oh, miles Jesus. per hour yeah, yeah that's, that's not, not in the scale of a tornado that's not bad yeah whatever an ef5 <sighs> and there have been some 200 miles an hour Holy plus shit yeah those are bad motherfuckers which is just extreme damage those are the ones that will make little splinters yes. actually stick into right like boards and the side of your house and, we'll and shit like that entire houses into splinters yeah fucking a. yeah no thanks now technically a tornado could happen anywhere where the conditions are right for it but tornadoes are the m- most common in the united states which is true you were talked about that earlier. We get usually more than a thousand tornadoes every year. Wow. Um, many of which happen in the so-called tornado alley of the Great Plains in the Midwest states. So kind of in the middle of our country. Um, however, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK get their fair share, as does Bangladesh. And Bangladesh, I think it was like ranked third after the US and Canada on frequency wow. of tornadoes. Okay. So it's just like in the right place or the wrong place at the wrong time whatever um, the, uh, the the ingredients are ripe for one there right um, now Bangladesh is specifically known for strong and dangerous tornadoes and just to keep things in perspective a little bit um, Bangladesh trails the US and Canada in like it's it's third in tornado frequency Bangladesh is one percent the land size of the United States. So for it to, and <laughs> and Christ. and Canada's bigger than the U.S. Oh yeah. So it's even smaller than Canada, but it still ranks third as most frequent in tornadoes. So that's pretty bad. So Bangladesh is like the size of Vermont. Yeah, it, it was quite small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I saw a thing where it superimposed like the country of Bangladesh over the country of the United States, and it was minuscule. <laughs> there are lakes bigger. Yeah, yeah. In, in the United mm-hmm. States. Basically. That's Basically, fucking, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right, so it is here. We will finally get to the Dalatpur Saturia tornado of 1989. So leading up to this tornado, like I said, the people of Bangladesh were no strangers to bad tornadoes. Um, now, the tornado, there, there's a tornado season in Bangladesh, and obviously, just like hurricane season or whatever, it doesn't mean that's the only time that sure. tornadoes can happen, but it's just when it's most common. Um, and, and in Bangladesh, the tornado season is usually around March to May, with peak season being in April, and this was April 26th. Mm-hmm. So. Um, now, to go back a little bit, in history in Bangladesh, in April 1972, at least 200 people were killed by a tornado. In April 73, 681 people were killed, although that was just the official death toll, and it was thought to be maybe over 1,000. So, um, and then in April of 1977... 500 people were killed, and a village was, like, completely leveled. So, this is not 
Unfortunately, this is not uncommon in Bangladesh, so... <laughs> I guess not. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. And it, it comes as very little surprise that the I, next big one was going to be in in April. I don't know how many deaths are in major tornadoes in America, oh, but I don't think in it's the hundreds, six. I don't, and, think. I don't think so either. Well, there's a lot better preparation. True, um, yeah. And we'll get into that as I'm, well. So. I'm sure that's the main thing, because mm-hmm. a tornado and warnings, and, yeah. can all of a sudden... Happen. Yes, it can. But there are warnings to yes. and sirens and systems and the, the and technology and par- part of the um, fabulousness of Twister uh-huh. was that they were trying to that that was right. their ultimate goal was to figure out right. a better warning system, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a noble cause exactly. So in the months leading up to this tornado. Uh, Bangladesh had been experiencing a severe drought. This was during their dry season. So, um, and earlier that day, earlier on April 26, 1989, the Bangladesh president, Hussein Mohammed Ershad, called for the country to pray for rain. Okay. (laughs) In the words of Alanis Morissette, isn't it ironic? (laughs) (laughs) Or is it not ironic? I don't know what irony is. Nobody knows. on your wedding day except this was rain on your tornado day or it was just a tornado period (laughs) tornadoes are just bad there's never a good or bad time for them they're always bad there isn't and if you would like a signed copy of my (laughs) (laughs) of what of my Alanis Morissette you want to, so we're just going to start printing lyrics and signing them now absolutely okay good to know we're not I know somebody out there wants that (laughs) Nobody wants that. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I don't even want it. <laughs> so around 6.30 p.m. local time that day, the tornado was first spotted. And it was part of a tornado outbreak. So it, there were multiple tornadoes spawned from a storm or storms. Now, witnesses witness accounts are limited. This hit... Uh, yeah, yeah, because apparently they're all dead. Well, and, all, all and the witnesses. this hit a very poor rural area, specifically um, an area that was considered to be basically slums. So, yeah, so um, probably not the best um, preparations. Or construction. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what there is an account from one witness, a 30 year old named Sayeda Begum, and they said, quote, I saw black clouds gathering in the sky in moments we were flying along with the house. End quote. So that sounds very Wizard of Oz, you know, Uh, like when the. So that's awful. Um, Fuck. The tornado first hit the town of Dalatpur. Moved moving east and then moved northeast into the town of Saturia. So that's why this is called the Dalatpur Saturia tornado. Uh, there was no tornado warning system in place, and there still isn't in the oh my area. God, Thirty yeah. years later. Yep. Um, and most people are not taught how to properly take shelter in the case of a tornado, despite the fact that they're very common, and there's really not much of a place to take shelter. Because, again, this is sort of a poor area in a poor country. So, um, so again, the exact details, measurements, severity, all of that about this tornado aren't really known because there wasn't storm chasers putting, you know, shit in, up into the tornado or whatever. Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. Right, just, they, they, were they were not were in Bangladesh, no. No. Um, Bastards. 
estimates put the wind speeds, and it's a huge variation, between, a, now I'm going to first say it in kilometers per hour, so um, 180 and 350 kilometers per hour, which is between 112 and 218 <sighs> miles per hour. So Shit. this is over 100 miles per hour. It possibly could have been a, like an EF5. Even if it's over 100 miles per hour. Yeah, it's just, just bad. Holy yeah. f- no it, thanks. Its path was 1.5 kilometers or one mile wide. wide. Yes. Uh-huh. So it was... Uh, uh-huh. It was... Because I used to watch those Storm Chas- uh, Chasers shows. Like on Discovery or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, were, they were awesome. Yeah. I mean, you'd have people driving... Like next to a tornado, yes. it's like, what the fuck are you I could doing? Not do that. It's like, what what is wrong with you? Yeah. Um. So if it was a mile wide, at minimum, it's an F three. At minimum. Hmm. And well, most it's, and it's most speed, likely not not, but not circumference the, or whatever. But the path that certain size tornadoes will. Uh, well, size is one thing. That's sure. not part of the rating. It's how fast the wind is going. The wind speeds are what give it. But the faster the wind speeds, the bigger the tornado, right? Not necessarily. No? Oh, okay. You know, a pretty okay. fast-moving smaller one. Oh, I, I guess I didn't think of it that way. Right? I mean, why not? Okay. <laughs> we're gonna get to. Uh, we're we're gonna both follow Helen Hunt on Twitter right <laughs> yes, now and, and ask her, her questions. <laughs> She's like, you know I was playing a role, right? <laughs> she had um, to prepare for it. She must know yeah, something. Yeah. I hope. I did go on the Twister ride at um, Universal Studios. <laughs> I'll say that. What was that exactly? Like, what was you it a roller coaster? A pla- no, you stand on a platform and they like, it's part visual simulator, part oh, like I you see. feel yeah. like spritzed mm-hmm. with water, that sort of thing. You see the cow go by and all that stuff. Yeah. It was fine i'm i'm a ride wimp so if i wasn't too scared by it it was, I was not gonna say <laughs> knowing uh that you think a 20 foot drop from a log flume is scary i know that yes. the twister ride was not a roller coaster otherwise you would not have been on exactly <laughs> um now it's so its path was uh, for most of the time about a mile wide but it did increase at one point to 2.4 kilometers or one and a half miles oh, wide so shit. it did get bigger at one point and it ran for about 80 kilometers or 50 miles. Oh, my yeah. God. That's, that's a freight train. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, you cut it. This was just awful. This was a huge and very destructive tornado. Even, even if it had happened in the United States with good construction or whatever, it would have been a mega tornado. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So the wow. the major way the severity of this tornado was really gauged was by how much destruction it brought to Menegonj. Um Building codes are a privilege, you know. Oh, sure. We don't yeah. think about that because it seems like codes are just like meant to. But we've talked about this. We're very much in favor of fire codes and building codes and everything else. Um, but you and, have to have a government that cares enough. And guess what? All those codes are. They are government regulations, right? Mm-hmm. So the next time you hear anybody, and I've, I, there we've are, said this multiple times. We have, but th- there are several people that I do enjoy in media, but that will say the same thing, like, "Oh, I don't believe in government regulations." Like, okay, well, tomorrow we're gonna take all of the uh, fire extinguishers right. out of the school and mm-hmm. out of your work. All the fire, we're gonna just get rid of all that stuff, right? And 
if there's a fire, yeah, have fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, Hope you have a full bladder because pissing on it will be the only way you'll put it out. Well, so so yeah, Mister Mister Anti Government Regulation. So so yeah, the, that you know, building codes are and are privileged, and we're privileged to have them. Oh and people goodness. in Bangladesh basically don't have them, or at least in this area. So the structures <laughs> were poorly built, if built at all, and they definitely were not able to withstand the severity of this tornado. So virtually every structure within a six square kilometer or like three and a half, three point seven five square mile area was leveled. And even trees, like there were trees. The only thing that was left afterwards were some leafless trees. Some. So an estimated 20 villages were completely destroyed. Just gone. Now. I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. The estimated death toll of the Dalatpur Saturia tornado was about 1,300, though, of course, that's a mere estimate because there are plenty of complicating factors for getting a precise count, first of all, in such a high casualty event in an impoverished country and in, in a poor area. So it was just... And plus, you're also going to have, as you do with any major disaster, you're exactly. going to have ancillary deaths. Yes. Uh-huh. You yeah, know, secondary. People who are homeless and... Yep. In well, and let's talk yeah, about that. Like that. An estimated eighty thousand people were left homeless, and twelve thousand people were injured. Well, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Now, here's something interesting: the estimated amount of the damage was one and a half million U.S. dollars. That doesn't sound well, or does it sound? You know right? why it was right? Because. It's all shit, shoddy construction that because was put it's up. shanties and lean tos. Uh, yeah, and, uh, very yes. It, the The construction was very slipshod. It's one and a half million dollars worth of shanties, basically. Yeah. Um, this is obviously because the property values were incredibly low. Here's the interesting part: it's estimated that if this tornado had happened in the United States, the damage would have been closer to three billion dollars. <laughs> Well, of course, yeah. because the fucking thing went for 50 miles. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Most tornadoes give out just after a couple of miles. Right. That's it. Well, a lot uh, do, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, fucking A. And? And it just got bigger. Like, oh, I'm... Yeah, it, it grew bigger. I'm point. a mile wide. I want to be a mile and a half. I want to be a mile and a just half. Just for a little bit. Just for the fun <laughs> of it. You know. I want to be like Veruca Salt. I just want to get bigger. What's that? From uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I never saw Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I have not seen it in a long time. I haven't seen either, not the Gene Wilder version or the I never Johnny saw Depp. the Johnny Depp one, because that's when he started to get really kind of yeah, weird. It's a creep. Yeah, that's when he went from pretty much every movie he was in was good to I just want the money. Well, he's <laughs> a he's a wife abuser, too. That he is. So, yeah. so, unfortunately, there's very little else to say about this tornado the governments of the united states china india and the netherlands did provide aid the government of bangladesh didn't really help out much at all um but that wasn't unusual it was just sort of like well good luck to you um these were poor people in a poor area of a poor country who were basically left all on their own which is a story we've heard time and again on this show let alone in life in general so there's no Happy ending. There's no nice, neat bow on this one. It's just 
at least 1,300 people in Bangladesh died on April 26, 1989. From a tornado. From a horrific tornado. That was a mile wide that grew into a mile and a half wide and that lasted for 50 miles, yeah. which is fucking insane. Yeah. So that Fuck. was the Dalatpur Satoria tornado. It was awful. So we're crossing Bangladesh off our list of places we want to visit. <laughs> Especially <don't>... in April. <laughs> well, I don't know that it's a tourist destination in general. <laughs> But well, I want to see, I want to see where some of my clothes are made and help. No, I'm I am kidding. Uh, no, Bangladesh was never on the list yeah. ever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that's our first tornado, and it was the worst one. I can't. It's only going to get better from here. Believe it or not, I cannot believe we have not done a tornado. I but but I kept thinking about it. I'm like, no, we haven't, have I know. we? No, no, we haven't. I guess it's, I guess because maybe here, like in America, it's just common. Yeah, well, we get more than a thousand a year. Yeah. I think it's uh, like be- between a thousand and thirteen hundred or something now, is pretty common. Once a year or once every other year, there will be a deadly one, but deadly meaning it killed like 20 a few people. people. Yeah. You know, yeah. but that's about it. B- yeah. Because of the warning technological. Systems. Yes. And that's the thing. People had and still have no warning system, no that's... sirens. And even if they did, where are they going to go? I mean, they don't have like cellars or basements or uh, like shelters. Right. What are they going to do? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're going to. Yeah. Fucking kiss their ass goodbye, I guess. Hope that it doesn't turn out. Yeah. But, wow. Bangladesh has had a rough go of things for a long time. It's just one of the many, unfortunately. So, yeah. Should we um, end on my story of why I'm mildly uncomfortable right now? (laughs) Yes. Well, we we already tweeted out the photo. Yes, we did. Or did we we Insta the photo or, or both? I didn't Insta it. I tweeted and Facebooked it. You didn't, so, you didn't insta-tweet it then. insta-tweet it. <laughs> no. Um, so I had what I think probably still is the flu last week um, for a few days. Bad fever, stayed in bed for a couple days and got better. And sore throat and that was about it. And everything's fine from there. And then randomly yesterday morning I woke up with like a pain in my side or abdomen. Sort of feels like a stitch if you run or walk or whatever. And um, I got kind of nauseous initially and almost threw up and was pretty concerned at that point that maybe it was something serious. But it it kind of subsided yeah Yeah. didn't feel nauseous anymore eating no problem whatever um and it was just sort of dull and just stayed there and it didn't leave and that sort of got concerning so i ended up going to the urgent care center they saw me ran a couple tests they're like yeah as far as we can tell like you're probably okay come back tomorrow morning went back this morning this is friday the friday before this episode is coming out and they suggested I go to the emergency room just because of where this pain was located, that it could be something, it could not be something. 
So we did, and I got a bunch of stuff for the first time, like a, cat, a CT scan. I've never had a CT scan before. Like, it, like, like it was a stocking full of uh, medical treatments yeah, you had to go basically. through. Yeah, basically. Oh, here's a CT scan yeah. and an MRI. First time I ever and had an IV in my arm. I had one in my hand when I had my wisdom teeth out, but that was not super uncomfortable. My arm is still really red from all the tape. Yes, it is. Um, EKG, blood tests, um... Uh, chest x-ray, ultrasound, CT scan. Basically, we hit our deductible four days into the year. That's going to be super fun. Um, and But we've got the rest of the year just to, to, <laughs> just do to, whatever to, we to need blow to. a hole in it. Exactly. <laughs> um, I hope I break my leg tomorrow because it'll <laughs> no, be, it'll be on that. the house. We don't need that no. anymore. We don't need any more trips to the emergency no. room. So um, what it ended up, I mean, and they were like, We'll make sure it's not your appendix, your gallbladder, um, whatever. There was even thought that maybe it was a pulmonary embolism, which is terrifying. It's scary. Because that's a blood clot yes. that's potentially lethal. We, we have covered a story where somebody died of a pulmonary embolism. What story did we cover? That was the uh, the uh, CUNY uh, stampede. Oh, Heavy D. Heavy yeah. D. Yeah. Later died. Later died of a pulmonary Unrelated. Not to Unrelated. The, yes. But... Yes, I think I think I mentioned that in that episode. Did you? That, that's what so. he eventually died of. Yeah, um, but it all got ruled out. So the doctor was just like, "Well, if anything changes or worsens or you get other symptoms, come back. Otherwise, just follow up with your doctor. Take Tylenol." So that's kind of where we are right now. I'm. It's not getting better. I will say that mm. at least not tonight. It's a little uncomfortable tonight. Um, but we will see. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll have more ER pictures. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd rather not go back. It was not fun. It, it, but in all fairness, doctors and staff, very nice. They were very not nice. Not bad waiting Cafeteria times. Was nice. There you go. Yeah, so shout out to Wake <laughs> Because Men. four hours later, it's like, I need to eat something. Yeah. Well, trust me, I was hungry. <laughs> I know. Um, but you couldn't. They, no. wouldn't, they wouldn't let you eat or drink. No, it was. I didn't eat or drink anything today until like three o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. And anyone who knows me, that's ridiculous. I don't think I've ever done that. Um, so yeah, shout out to Wake Med Carry Emergency Room here in. Well, we're in Raleigh, but it's in Carry anyway. I'm sure everybody's super fascinated by that. But yeah, so here's hoping, fingers crossed, everything kind of resolves on its own and doesn't require anything else. But if it does. At least we had our deductible. Yeah. So, but in... <laughs> we, we've been through a lot. Uh, yeah. Physically in the last yeah, month. Yeah, couple of, a couple of <laughs> emergency room visits between your car crash and my whatever the fuck uh, is living plus, in my plus abdomen. just a, a couple of weeks before my car accident, I sprained my back. I don't That's know right. if you mentioned that. And then I got the flu. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we've had a rough go of it. <laughs> A little bit. Not as bad as 1,300 people dying. No. And we 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 both make a good living, and I have good insurance through my yes. work. So we're, we're not... And I married you for it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> she did marry me for my insurance. Yes, I did. So we're not destitute in any way, but I would fucking hate to still be working in the restaurant business with no insurance right, and having all right. this shit happen. Well, like, now's as good a time of any to say... Again, a privileged thing because these poor people in Bangladesh had literally no choice and nothing. But um, it's a good time to plug Medicare for all. <laughs> yes. Because you shouldn't have to. Today, I literally was thinking, 
well, maybe I can just wait it out so we don't have to pay money. That's what a lot of people think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, that, and, and we have the privilege up, of being able to. Up, yeah, that winds killing up killing them. people. Yes, it kills people. It literally kills people. Like, and you know what? I don't give a shit if it means my taxes are higher. I don't either. Even if I'm not affected by it, if I can help save other people just by paying more taxes, fuck yeah, I'm gonna do it. And people who are like, oh, I'm not going to do that to entitlements for... I'm sorry, it's an entitlement to live? Yeah. Fuck you. Like, seriously, fuck and, you. And, and the majority of those people that are saying that are Christians. Well, that's the sad part. <laughs> yeah, people who claim to be of a compassionate religion, which, yeah, fuck you. Um, so, anyway, we're privileged to be where we are, to be able to... Like, that this was... Really little more than an inconvenience. Yeah, that's um, all it was. And, and an expense. Yeah. As opposed to people as opposed in Bangladesh to, as opposed just... To, yeah. As opposed to life-altering. Yeah. yeah. Which, which it's not. Life-altering or life-ending. Yeah. Know? So that's... that's um, it, it helps. Uh, and this, I'll tell you, doing this podcast has helped put so many things in perspective. Just sure. Just like, you know, it's... It could be. It could always be worse. It could always be worse, and the level of privilege we enjoy mm-hmm. is extremely high. You know, we talk about the one percenters in our country, but we're like the one percenters of the world. So yeah, well, like the ten percenters. Yeah, maybe not. We're like, we're like 10%, 10%, percent, but we're up there. Like twenty five, maybe at the most. Yeah, yeah, ten percent for sure. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, here's hoping this resolves itself Uh, and if it doesn't i'll keep you posted and that was a preview of our political podcast called all bad politics all bad politics (laughs) which is all politics it could just be called all politics yeah right so but that storm itself i mean i i know i mean i i i will never forget going through the tornado that i went through because it was was, fuck no it wasn't even close like not even close Yeah. yeah but but still I mean, how destructive it was and how scary it yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, I, I really wish at the time I'd had like a uh, a smartphone just to. Yeah. Because as soon as we walked out of the restaurant, I mean, it literally looked like there was a fucking battle that just took place yeah. in downtown. I mean, there were trees on top of cars, there right. were cars overturned. Right. There were any non bolted down. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember earlier in the day there was like a dog show in the in the uh, park okay. across uh, the street. Oh, uh-huh. So a lot of people had like their tents up and stuff. Oh, and then the storm yeah. came, people just hit you know, yeah. hit the road. All those tents fucking wow. blown away, mangled in the trees. Yeah. I mean, it just looks. Mm-hmm. And I had to drive back to my house. Um, which was close to downtown. It was a mile away. Yeah, literally a mile away. But I had to. No street lights, no nothing. Yeah, I had to like maneuver around trees right. and around cars yeah. that were all fucked up the whole time, thinking like the storm was headed right for more. Right. I'm like, am I gonna have a house? Right. Yeah. When it, like yeah. that was literally what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And the intersection to that cuts off downtown from the neighborhood where uh-huh. I lived in was um, jam packed, yeah. and it was there were cops there uh, directing direct, traffic. Yeah. And finally, I, I got to go mm-hmm. and. I just kept seeing more and more destruction yeah. along the way, and I was just like, oh, my God. But then finally it stopped. Yeah. And then I got to my neighborhood. The, the path. I got to my neighborhood, like, everything was fine. Obviously no power. Right. But um, 
it was, that was like the that was the only time in my life I'd been through like that sort of a natural disaster yeah. when it was like, what if my house is gone? Right. And people's houses were. Yeah. I mean the were. the damage in that one neighborhood was really bad. Yeah, it was. But so, but now they built that neighborhood up again. Yeah. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. time. Yeah. That's for sure. So we've managed to make this one an hour, even though I thought it was going to be a short one. Yes, we did. (laughs) Never underestimate our ability to prattle. To stretch it out. (laughs) Stretch it out. Yes. So, yes, that was the Dalapur Satoria Tornado. I'm not going to try to pronounce that, (laughs) but this has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm David. I'm Rachel. We'll see you next week, and... Know your exits and your shelters.